You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, as they discuss all things ORAU through interviews with our experts who provide innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, how we're impacting an ever-changing world, and our commitment to our community. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Well, good morning. It's Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Further Together, the ORU podcast. I'm your host, Michael Holtz, with my co-host... Jenna Harpenau. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. always a good thing. It is. It is. And we've got kind of a cool, different... We say this every week, but... Exciting. Yeah. A cool, different (laughs) area of ORU that we're talking about and with today. So... And it's different but it's one of our most important areas because this particular office has existed for as long as we have as an organization. So um, we have with us today Arlene Garrison and Kathy Four with our University Partnerships Office. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) Welcome to the Further Together podcast. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So ladies, let's start with who are you? And how did you get to ORAU? So Arlene, would you like to start? Sure, I'm Arlene Garrison. I came here about 10 years ago from the University of Tennessee and the National Science Foundation. And my role is to really try to build the relationships and the partnerships and the funds flow with our university members because ORAU stands for Oak Ridge Associated Universities, and there are over 120 of them that consider themselves part of us. They are part of us. They work with us. They're the experts we fall back to. So most of my job is staying in touch with them, visiting them on the road, and greeting them when they come here. Great. Excellent. Kathy? Mm -hmm. Well, it's hard to believe, but soon I will be here for 17 years. Wow. Wow. Um, I started my career at Oak Ridge National Laboratory. I won't say how many years ago, (laughs) several years ago. And then I went to what used to be called the K-25 site. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I went to the Y-12 National Security Facility. So I guess it's hard for me to keep a job. Uh, So (laughs) then I came to ORU, and it's been a very interesting ride uh, working in government facilities behind the fences and then coming to ORU, Mm -hmm. it took about nine months for me to get oriented into the different working environment. Sure. Uh, And what's interesting is reaching back out to subject matter experts at those facilities Mm -hmm. to continue to do research collaborations is still very exciting. That's great. That's fantastic. Good history. So um, UPO is a great section of this organization that I feel like maybe a lot of not a lot of people really know about it. So Arlene, you kind of touched on what it is, but give us more of an in-depth explanation of what UPO is, why it's so important to both our organization and to the universities and um, how we kind of work together with those organizations. ORAU was founded over 70 years ago, and it is a 
not-for-profit organization. Mm -hmm. It is actually managed by these university partners. Each university that joins pays a membership fee, and they form a council that then elects the board that actually is the leadership, the ultimate, not the day-to-day leadership, but the the vision, the direction. Mm -hmm. And ORU's mission is to advance research and education. Our best way of advancing that research and education is with the very, very talented staff we have at ORU, which is huge, and with the reach back potential to go back to the universities to get those cutting edge elements, Mm -hmm. those things that differentiate us, that make ORU a very special government contractor. We want to make sure the services we provide to our customers are as good as they can be. Mm -hmm. And that's the unique partnership with the universities that ORU has. Great. And with more than 120 universities, that's a very wide range of opportunities for our employees to work with um, experts. So talk to us a little bit maybe about some of the previous work relationships that you guys have had with universities and how that's benefited ORU and benefited the universities. Absolutely. Well, the biggest value we have is when we partner on research and we go out looking for external funding. And one of my favorite cases is one that we're doing with Penn State around fake news. And Kathy has a lot of details about that. Oh, yeah. That one was something uh, we were approached by Penn State. Uh, They have actually developed a computer model that will determine how susceptible you might be in clicking on fake news and not realize it, certain characteristics of individuals. And so they were looking, they approached us uh, to do some additional uh, studies related to the social dynamics of different individuals. And uh, the reason I particularly like this one is that it engages different disciplines, Mm -hmm. a computer science discipline and their expertise at Penn State, along with uh, Tiffany Connor, a social scientist here at ORU. And the blend of those two, it's been a great partnership. And they have gone on to uh, win joint proposals from the National Science Foundation And now they're actually developing some curriculum that will be tested at other member universities so that we can start teaching students about fake news. And who knows, there could be a new degree program in this subject. That's amazing to think that this little bit of seed money, Mm -hmm. you know, leads to this great research that leads to curriculum Mm -hmm. that is really leading the frontier of Mm -hmm. fake news in a world where, I mean, we know we're kind of surrounded by it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Um, but how to kind of see through that and and figure out the social dynamics of Mm -hmm. how that works. It's, it is fascinating. I love hearing about that project. So thank you for sharing that. We also have a really exciting activity going with the University of Kentucky in the opioid Mm -hmm. space. Yes. Mm Because opioids are such a challenge, and there's so many elements to that. Much of that is also social science. Mm -hmm. So the beauty of this partnership is it's not all on what you would think an Oak Ridge entity would be doing. Mm -hmm. We're not just in chemistry and physics. We're also exploring some of these more nebulous communication sciences, social sciences, behavior analysis, and those activities that really make a difference. Yeah. 
some of the like social media and, you know, vaccines with UGA and mm-hmm. or the University of Georgia and, you know, some of those kind of things. I mean, mm-hmm. we're literally <laughs> all over the place when it yeah. comes to our work. You know, we're not just one thing, which I love as a communications professional that yep. certainly gives us a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, and a lot I know for you all to talk about. Um, and there's a lot of value in, obviously, the research for our partners and for us to be able to talk about it. Kathy, you mentioned, you know, we granted money, ORU granted them money. Now they've received NSF funding, mm-hmm. National Science Foundation funding. At some point, they could get more funding because mm-hmm. of, you know, the seed money that that has been part of our program. Um Talk about some of the other grant opportunities. I know we, we sort of have the research, you know, but there are travel grants and other opportunities that our university partners have. Talk about some of those things. We have the opportunity because we are a part of the mission of ORAU to actually give some small, I call them catalytic awards to the universities to try to get them to think a little differently and to get them to move ahead. One of our exciting programs is the Junior Faculty Awards. These are to faculty members in their first two years. And it's a different model. It's not the full-fledged 25-page NSF proposal. They write a very short research description and they get a small award and it really helps them to broaden their research. It helps them to get out of any uh, little ruts they might have gotten in through their training because they're still young and they need to be opening their eyes. And we give those awards every year. We give 35 to 37 of those every year to member faculty. And we'll be celebrating the 30th year in 2020 for the program. Oh, wow. wow. It is our oldest grant program and it still remains the most popular. Uh, each year we get about 165 proposals. Oh Seriously, I had no idea we got that And many we have funding to support 35. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's uh, a small grant that is matched by the university, but it's very prestigious and receives a tremendous amount of press. Absolutely. Yeah. So for those who are listening, um, we call these the POW grants, P-O-W-E. Mm-hmm. And on our website, um, you can actually see stories, read stories of previous winners, previous winners grant recipients, and some of the work that mm-hmm. they've done with these POW awards. It's mm-hmm. really amazing. And it is uh, named in honor of a previous uh, board leader, okay. Ralph Powell, okay. from uh, the University of Mississippi. Gotcha. Great. So some good history there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, And 30 years is a long time to have a, <laughs> have a scientific grant program mm-hmm. operating. So that's amazing. Um, one of, one of, if not the biggest event of the year, mm-hmm. is the Council of Sponsoring Institutions mm-hmm. annual meeting mm-hmm. um, coming up in March. Um, registration just opened. So obviously, we want to talk a little bit about that and mm-hmm. sort of encourage our member institutions to register. But talk about that meeting specifically and what that means, um, again, not just for ORE, but for our university partners to bring those counselors together. And the annual meeting is really an exciting time because we bring representatives from all of the institutions here. We put a technical topic around it to make it meaty, mm-hmm. and then that we give them time to do the business of the consortium, electing officials, electing new members, mm-hmm. because members, institutions can apply to join, mm-hmm. but they have to be elected in by the members, and to network. 
So we always design something that's a really hot topic. We pick the topics that are of interest to folks and we take a little bit of a different angle. Mm -hmm. What we usually try to do is have the different points of view and we hope that people will disagree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we do not want everyone on the stage agreeing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We use keynotes and panels and dinners and just a mixture of things to make it an interesting two-day meeting that folks come away with some thought and some good networking opportunities. Mm -hmm. We've had some really fun topics in the last few years. Kathy, what yes. topics have you been most well, fun? Well, we didn't mention the topic for 2020, but it's smart cities and communities. Okay. Um, a lot of uh, funding from different agencies going into this. Mm -hmm. And so previous years have been focused on STEM education mm -hmm. and all facets related to that. Uh, even um, how to build a robust energy future right. and what does that look like. Mm -hmm. And one of our most popular that we ha actually had two series on was big data analytics and all the different areas of science that that can be applied to. Right. And um, during these annual meetings, when we invite the speakers, you know, there's a value proposition to someone coming and talking with us as much as there is of our member universities participating. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And so when the, when the speakers learn that this is a very closed member university only, um, highly technical audience focused on a critical subject of importance, mm -hmm. both in education and research, they get very excited about that. Mm -hmm. And so we've been blessed by having some key speakers who have um, really enjoyed and uh, enjoyed being a part of the meeting. And uh, one thing I always do when I ask the speakers to come is I want you to challenge the audience. Mm -hmm. You've got a unique opportunity with vice presidents of research and research faculty members. And so challenge them, how can they grow their education and research portfolio and better position themselves to uh, compete for the topic that we're discussing. Right. That's great. Right. And it must be a really great opportunity. You know, we have more than 120 members. so. It's probably not often that all of those schools have the opportunity to be in one place at one time and hear what one another is doing, bounce ideas off of mm -hmm. each other, like Arlene mentioned, networking. Um, do you see that a lot of maybe great seeds of thought come through, come out of them talking and sitting together and kind of, you know, bouncing mm -hmm. ideas off of one another? We see a lot of ideas generated, not just between the university individuals, but also the Oak Ridge Associated University mm -hmm. subject matter experts. They're invited to the meeting and we get a lot of transfer of knowledge mm -hmm. and partnerships and that's where things like the opioid and the fake news come mm -hmm. out sometimes mm -hmm. because of that. Sure. Just the chance to rub elbows over a, a chicken salad sandwich <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> share a cup of coffee and right. just really talk about what the problems are. Yeah. We do try to focus on areas that are of major federal concern mm -hmm. where there is money. Right. We don't pick a topic that, while being very academically interesting, might not have any funding potential. Mm -hmm. right. And that makes it an attractive meeting to the attendees. Sure. Because yeah. the ultimate goal, obviously, is come up with a topic right. that you can apply for funding to research slash implement slash whatever, mm -hmm. you know. So you want, as you said, you want something that 
there's dollars <laughs> ready <laughs> to be spent. Yep. Right. <laughs> and we try to make sure at least a couple of our speakers have money in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Just in Betting case. Profit. And several right. of the speakers will actually share some inside knowledge, yeah. uh, you know, before it's made public. And so that's added value yeah. just to know where the government is planning to focus some of their spending on the next fiscal year. Sure. And that's why it's important that it's a closed. I mean, it's yes. closed mm -hmm. to member universities. Mm -hmm. It's not open to the public. It's mm -hmm. not we don't bring media in to cover them, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. as much as. As a communications person, I would love to do that, yeah. but that takes away from the value proposition of our members is, you know, they're going to get some inside track knowledge mm -hmm. that they're not going to get in, a, in an open forum. Yep. So, um, so looking forward to this year's an, or next year's annual meeting. Remind us of the dates, the exact dates yep. again. It's March the 9th through the 11th. Perfect. And you can find registration at ORU.org. <laughs> it's actually on the homepage. Um, recently, um, I, I know you do some, so UPO does work with some of the larger government contractors. We just signed an agreement with MITRE Corporation um, not very long ago. To the extent that you can, maybe talk a little bit about where things stand with MITRE. We're really excited about the potential to work with some really what you would call the mega contractors. ORU is a very large, significant company. However, in the government scheme of things, there are much larger companies. Sure. And MITRE, for example, is a corporation that runs seven of the federal FFRDCs, the federally funded research and development centers. So we're excited about the new partnership agreement with them that has recently been posted. And we're excited about the potential for working get to the benefit of ORAU, to the benefit of the universities. As we move forward, we just have to bring all the best thoughts and best mm -hmm. ideas to problems. We can't afford to silo. We have to be looking at things cohesively. Absolutely. So we're excited that we'll be hosting them later this month here in town right. to talk a little more detail about some funding opportunities that we're going to pursue jointly. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything, we've talked about a lot in yeah. a very short period of time, anything we haven't covered that you want to make sure that we say? Well, I, I would just like to add one comment about sure. how much fun this is. <laughs> because the personalities of these different institutions mm -hmm. are so unique. Mm -hmm. And one of the rare treats we have is the chance to visit with, visit the campuses, mm -hmm. talk with students and faculty. Universities are a very non-homogeneous group. Right, right. And, and that's just one of the fun things about this, is finding the different value to different groups and really looking to maximize the solution potential because mm -hmm. we're trying to solve problems. You guys are almost kind of like matchmakers. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> very much. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, great. Uh, one particular thing that I really enjoy is trying to facilitate those uh, partnerships. Mm -hmm. And when you get a room full of people who wear different hats uh, in the sciences and different interests, and they all are generating you know, great ideas on how we can partner together, mm -hmm. it's really interesting to sit back and watch the magic happen. Yeah. And uh, inevitably, something good is going to come out of it. 
Well, and it also, you guys, you both, uh, Kathy and Arlene, you have to be very knowledgeable about what ORAU does and mm-hmm. what we're involved with and what kind of experts we have here mm-hmm. um, so that you can successfully, you know, facilitate and match research facilities at, at yeah. universities with our experts mm-hmm. here. So you kind of also have the inside track on everything going on at ORAU. So. And there's a lot going on. There is. So, <laughs> that's a lot to keep track uh-huh. of. It is. <laughs> so, all mm-hmm. right. I think that covers it unless there's anything. Thank you for giving us a chance to be here. Thank you for coming. If you would like to learn more about our university partners office, um, visit ORU.org. If someone wants to become a new member, maybe they're listening to this and they're not part of the consortium. We have a once a year deadline for membership applications and it's in early December. Just contact us and we'll talk about it. Perfect. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU, and on Instagram at ORAU Together.